Long talk. Just like music. What time it is? It's Blunt Talk, episode 12. Man, 12. That's right. You already know what time it is. But it's episode 12. Double return of Jedi's out here. Yes, sir. Salute to the main man, Joey. He out in vacation, frolicking in the sun, doing whatever people do on their vacation. Shout out to it's, him. It's all right, because he got us, though. He doing everything we would have done. I know. I would have been splashing real quick. Yeah, it's man. Speaking of the splash, enjoy the AK, the water boy. And we ain't here with our main man, Tell them where you from, man. Tell them what the media is. You know, I'm from around the way. Been with my fellows for a while now. First time on this show. Definitely won't be my last, you know. Instagram Ace Rolstein. You can address me the same. Feel me? That's right. You heard him. Know where to find him on the ground. But this, in case you ain't here, it's Blunt Talk, episode 12. Damn, these playoffs is good, right? I mean, I feel like I've seen more than I was expecting. We've seen certain things like the Cavs just run through Indiana like a hot knife through butter. But then I've seen a couple other things, you know, that I've really been appreciating. It's a hot knife, though. You know. Hot knife, though. I feel you. I'm right with you on that. And I enjoyed the shit out these. But we're going to start it off. We're going to start it off with the one series that's done. Cavs, Pacers. Ain't too much to talk about. It's a sweep. Brought the brooms out. I mean, the only thing we could really talk about is a month ago, people was panicking. You know, what's going on? They asked LeBron. He's like, I got the answer. Did you panic? <laughs> Ain't nobody panicked. King James does what he does, you know? So you already know. But let me ask you this. How far are they going? I honestly feel like they're going to go as far as the defense is going to take them. I mean, you can't go from 18th to 4th, or from 4th to 18th, excuse me, and expect to put up the same fight when who you're probably going to be facing in the West is a team that got better. Did they get better? I don't know. I don't know. You know, they look like they got better on paper because they got KD, but what we really seen, like, we seen with KD out, they're not really better. They look better without him. I'll tell you right now, I feel like they look better without him. They look like, no, they're doing without him. Like, oh, all right, I ain't got this dude in here. Let me do what I do. You know what I'm saying? It's natural. It's exactly. natural. Exactly. It's exactly the word. But look, I feel you on that. Like, you can't just jump up the ranks like, all right, I'm going to be bad defense and good defense. But Cavs in that spot, like, you know, the ball team, especially basketball with it, you show me the right opponent, I'll turn it on. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shang Tsung don't fight everybody. You got to fight Luke Kang. You got to fight Kung Lao. You got to fight the ones you want to fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Baraka yeah. coming around. He, man, wait, somebody get here. Quan Chi. <laughs> like, somebody go get him. Like my mother used to say, <laughs> man, you leave the garbage for the garbage, man. You understand what I'm saying? Go. Couldn't say it better. I'll tell you what. I honestly feel like here's the thing. Anybody on the Cavs that's not K-Love, they could do that greasy style of pickup ball, that improv that LeBron is known for, the facilitating whatever the team needs. I feel like if you don't draw up a play for K-Love or if you don't get a dirty rebound, he's not going to do that for you. I feel like he's somebody that you have to draw up a play for or he has to get a spot up three for him to make an impact. He's not going to be the guy that's going to cut for you. He's not going to make them kind of plays. And I feel like that ex- it, those instinctual plays make champions. Somebody who's not afraid of the moment. You know what I'm saying? I hear you on that. I got what you're saying. Like, K-Love need the ball. Like, he ain't going to be that dude that could just come in and just do something. Like, he like that old dude at the park that you give him the ball. He start making them one-foot jump. It's like, damn, where'd that come from? And he, and he start doing stuff for you. But he ain't trying to, you know, just cut in and do all that stuff. Like, K-Love need the ball. He need time to rock. He need to play his speed. So I feel you on that. But you already know. You got the Cavs going to the finals? I most definitely got the Cavs going to the finals. I think it'll be a tougher road than people expect this year. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the Wizards got something cooking. I feel like if they, they put it together, they got something working. They do. You know? Matter of fact, speaking of the Wizards, we just might as well go start with them there. They stung up to join the game four. Like, they, they, they got their ass beat. Oh, I, I mean, they was out there game one, two, and eight and three. And they showed up in game four. They, 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 they wasn't there. I might have them backwards, game three and game four. But that last game, they didn't show up. I'm going to be honest with you. Everybody's entitled to their one game. They used that up, buddy, because they, wow, they was looking bad out there. It was looking real John bad John Wall had there. that dunk, though. That was wild. You seen that? 
Yeah, I seen the John Wall dunk. I really, I don't care about John Wall dunking. I just be looking at the handles and how fast. He don't look like he's moving that fast until he got somebody on him and he's blowing yeah, by him. Like, it just, it's, I mean, there's game speed and there's John Wall. Like, he goes from <laughs> zero to 60. He's like a Ferrari in like 2.2 seconds. It's kind of crazy. And then if he stops and pulls up on you, you just fell back three feet. If he makes it, you might as well just go play something else, man. Just get off that, man. Yeah, bro. Nah, you got that right. I always had, I always felt. I always felt the Wizards had something cooking, so I'm I'm with you on that. I mean, John Wall, I mean, if he could hit a jumper, he on point. That's all he needed. He always been cooking, crushing, and doing everybody dirty. He only needed a jumper, now he hitting that. And now, they need to get past the Hawks. Like, we want to see right here. Like, I, I think the Wizards going to the conference finals. But if y'all choke up like that against the Hawks again, I can't see that. I can't see that. I feel you on that. Everybody entitled to that one game, but if I see two... Three and eh, eh. y'all the same people I thought y'all was. Y'all ain't get there yet. Yeah, I don't think we will. Should I hope we will not see that again? Because that was just bad basketball. I don't yeah. care what we talk about, what your squad is, what the situation is. I don't. That's that was bad for intramural basketball. Like it just looked ugly. It looked like you didn't care. It looked like you didn't care. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I feel that. And speaking of bad basketball, just to give you a rundown of things we're getting into today. Just in case you ain't heard, this is Blunt Talk episode 12. We got the NBA playoffs, last results coming up. East, West, sweeps, no sweeps, sweepstakes, whatever you need. We got NFL draft coming around the corner. We're going to talk on that. Who you got going number one? Oh, boy. I mean, it's really a question of who's going to take Miles Garrett. Somebody going to trade up or is he going to stay in the number one spot? I don't see it going any other way. The boy is real. Defensive ends are a high commodity. It's about who could get to the quarterback in today's NFL when they throw in the ball 40 times a game. 50 times a game, that boy is going to make somebody better. Better. I hear that. We're going to get into more of that NFL draft talk. You already heard his eighth raw team on the building, so he's going to let y'all know what time it is. Yeah, yeah, you already we know. We're going to tell you a little about that Yankees, that baseball. We got that Red Sox-Yankees tilt coming up. Yankees went 3-3 three three last week. We're going to get into a little bit. And we got a little bit more coming for you on Blunt Talk. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece, got war and peace inside my DNA. I got power, poison, pain, and joy inside my DNA. I got hustle, though, ambition, flow inside my DNA. I was born like this, and sworn like this, immaculate conception. I transform like this, perform like this, was y'all shoot a new weapon. I don't contemplate, I meditate, then off your fucking head. This that put the kids to bed. This that I got, I got, I got, I got realness, I just. Cause it's in my DNA I got millions, I got riches building in my DNA I got dark, I got evil that rot inside my DNA I got off, I got trouble, some heart inside my DNA I just win again, then win again like Wimbledon I serve Yeah, that's him again, the sound the engine in is like a bird You see fireworks and Corvette tires skirt the boulevard I know how you work, I know just who you are See, use it, use it, use it Alright, we back and I think we just left off with that real basketball. So let's get in some real basketball. First, let's start with the Thunder and the Rockets. Oh, boy. That... I mean, it's 3-1 on the series. Did you see that game four, though? Yeah, I did. Same old thing, same old things. Thunder just can't keep the heat, man. They now, just can't keep the lead. In case y'all, whoever didn't see the game four, it was a good game up until, you know, up until the end, really. But the Thunder... Choked it away. Just some silly plays. You can't blame nobody individually. It was just bad team awareness, coach awareness. It was all bad. It was all bad. It looked real bad. I'm going to tell you one thing. It's never been more apparent to me who the NBA MVP needs to be. When you see Westbrook come out the game, I don't care if it's the first quarter, the second quarter, he taking a little five-minute break, the crowd is going nuts because they know what time it is. It's God awful if you play for the Thunder and he's not on the court because it's like a shark smelling blood in the water. It's over. I mean, realistically speaking, they got nothing for him. They got nothing for him. I don't even like I'm watching basketball and it's literally one on five. And then we go on defense and it's hard and doing what he can. But when you're averaging 15 free throws. A yeah, game? That's, crazy. that's ridiculous. You're not going to sit up here and tell me that a third of his points came from him getting into the paint. See, you right where I'm at. And now, I feel you on that. Westbrook go out the game and the team look totally different. And I'm also tight at Billy Donovan for not taking Robeson out. Because you got to know, when your man miss like 3-4, he 0-4-11 in the series. Why you leaving him in there to see him do it, do it again? Can you go for Can you go for 12? What, you want a streak? Anyway, like that got me hot. But I'm, you mentioned that 15 free throws. One thing that this series 
and that Chicago we're going to get into later. But one thing I'm seeing in these playoffs, stop with that little flopping, man, that little jump into him play where you pump fake and get him in the air. Like, that's so corny, man. Like, it's the playoffs, bro. Like, I understand. All right, regular season. You want to get your numbers and all that? Cool. But it's the playoffs. Win for being a ball. It don't win for being no exploitative. Always, like, hack-a-shack and all that stuff. Like, that's black. That's black. Like, look, you want to be the best team. Like, I want to know my NBA champion won because they the best ballers, not because, oh, y'all gave in the system. Like, oh, this ain't no stock market. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Come on, man. Just to play devil's advocate, I couldn't agree more. I honestly feel like it takes away from the game. But it's just like when you sit down at a restaurant and they bring you free bread and butter, you're going to take it because it's there. Oh, if you're going to throw at me, if you're going to throw it at me, I'm going to catch it. You know what time it is? That's exactly what Dan Tony thinking. He's like, oh, I, got free, I got free biscuits at Red Lobster. Why am I going to stop eating? They actually probably get a good... 12 to 18 points a game just off of that oh, bullshit. Man. And I hate it, but at the same time, hey, man, so if you're going to give ugly, it to me, I'm going to take man. it. And, yo, you know what's crazy? You know what bugs me? I used to hate when Paul Pierce did it. When Paul Pierce did it smoother than that. You over here pump faking and jumping three feet in the air, shoulder tackling somebody. You might as well be Jabril Peppers flying to somebody the way you lunging at somebody. Come on, it's ball. You trying to dive into the dude, tackle y'all both on the floor. Up. Like, come on, man. I hate the fact that they send him to the foul line. I mean, they'll uh, they'll run boy. into him, but because he's in midair, he'll just chuck up a shot. That don't uh, even look like he just threw it at the rim. That's you know what kill me more, though? More than anything, like, it annoys the shell. You know what kills me more? As a fan, I would be tight if my team is doing that because you shooting a miss. You literally shooting a shot to miss and hoping they call it. That's the wackest thing in the world. Like, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, they pulling up and thinking they making every shot. I'm seeing Jimmy Butler halfway looking like, 9 and 12 on the clock or whatever, sideways in the air, shooting them. You know you're going to miss that. Yeah, but you know coaches. coaches. Every coach has his own agenda. Like Billy like uh, Billy Donovan. I feel like he thinks he's still at Florida. Him leaving. Roberson is a grown-ass man. He's not going to build his confidence by just keep taking <laughs> shots. He's not 17, 18 years old. Are you crazy? He sucked. Get that boy out. That's why he's not going to coach past this year. Watch. They, they about to fire his ass. They might. They might. You know, it was funny. Last year, I was thinking, like, the same thing with Spolstra, but I had to give Spolstra his credit because he did what they did this year. But I was like, is it because he a good coach or because he got two horses? It's kind of looked like because he had two horses right now because you're making a little questionable decision down the street. Like, I don't know about you, Billy. I don't know about you, Billy. We will see. I'll tell you right now. We will see. see. We'll see. But, you know, it it got my blood boiling, so I got to move on to the next subject. I can't even talk about this little flop flop. But, that was Thunder and the Rockets. It's just 3-1. You got the Thunder coming back in the series? I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I can see them doing it because other than James Harden, I don't see anybody on Houston that's, that, 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 that got a killer. I mean, Ariza, I like Ariza. I like Ariza a lot, but there's a reason why he's been a journeyman in the NBA. He's not no spring chicken. I like them as a team. I think they're better, yes. Can the Thunder come back? They can come back because they got a guy that dropped 50 with a triple-double. That's all I need to say. All they need is everybody to pitch in a rebound here, a basket here, a little exploit play here, and we good to go. A little bit of that. Yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Hey, see, he threw the little salt on the state. Oh, you know, I hey, had man. to do it. Hey, man, I, f- I feel you, but I don't think I got I to gotta keep it 100 with you. Because I know a reason ain't, ain't a game changer like that, but it's the fact you got a bunch of them. You got a reason. You got, you got more than one. Williams. You got yeah, more. You got a bunch of them. <laughs> you, got you got more a than bunch one. Of them. Like any one of them will give you like eighteen points in a game. You got Westbrook more than got one. one dude, maybe two. I count on for that. Rockets got Ryan Anderson, or yeah, that's the name, Ryan Anderson, that might catch fire for like thirty out of the blue. You got Lou Will chilling on the bench. Like, that's the problem. So I got the Rockets still in this. It might be six games. I think Westbrook, that type of dude, like you said, fifty in the triple double, he might do that on James Harden head. Just to take one on this court. Like, nah, you ain't just beat me. Yeah, man. And you know another thing that you can't rule out is they beating James Harden up, boy. He, oh, they, yeah. they beating him up. Oh, yeah. I mean, that I, that's probably what they come into every game feeling like they need to do just to wear him down realistically. Nah, you know what? I changed my opinion. I'm going to have to go back on my words, man. There's no way the Thunder coming back. I just, I just remember <laughs> to myself that these dudes gave up three big-ass double-digit leads. That shit disintegrated before the fourth quarter. I was like, I oh, I got one God. better for you. I seen these dudes made a crazy play. Westbrook hit a three from, like, what, 40 feet? And then that next possession, all you had to do is foul the dude. You going to wait till he get under the rim. And he laying the ball up to foul him and give him an extra point. That was the dumbest thing I ever seen. So I, I, once y'all did that, y'all was out of my book. I, I can't even talk about it. Hold up, hold up, hold up. 
We do need to address Westbrook snapping on that reporter, though. Primetime basketball right there, baby. It's not always on the hard court. (laughs) (laughs) How you felt about that, though? I'm going to be honest with you. I like it. I dig it. Because, you know, all the things that we've been hearing all year about, you know, they're not going to go nowhere. Well, you know what? They made the playoffs, all right? Oh, well, they're not going to do more. Well, you know what? You don't know what they can do. I respect the man that stands by because... Kevin Durant was in that same locker room last year talking about, yeah, we're going to get him, and next year this and next year that. And then he's going to do some shady, under-the-carpet type of, under-the-table type of deal. He's going to shiv over to the other team or whatever. You know what I mean? That just shows the kind of character that he has. Westbrook might have been a little out of pocket. He might have taken it a little personal. He might have been a little touchy about the subject. But you know what? They were me. These people mine. They my folks. You know what I mean? His team is looking at him like, you know what? Let's go to war for this fellow, man. Because he's over here. That's why they do it every night. That's why you see him doing 50 and 2. That guy we seen right there is that dude every day. Yeah. Because I'll tell you right now, if I was in that, I'll be like, bro, sit down. Hand me that mic. Oh, now you ain't finished your question? He... He answered it for you? All right, let me get that let mic. Get yeah, I got one. I'm going to need that. But that's what it was. It was two things. One, media be tripping. Because, they be, you know, it's one thing when you're sitting up there and you're writing a paper about somebody and you're real and personal. you going to ask it to their face? That's said tripping where I come from, right? That's, that's, that's stepping over a line right there. I mean. You ain't going to sit there and be like, yo, moms, I heard that somebody better parent than you. How you feel about that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't going to say shit like that to people. He was trying to ruffle feathers. He was. Come on, come on. he was trying to ruffle feathers. Because that's, that's the story they want to write. That's the story they want to write. I actually had this conversation before, earlier this week. It's one thing when you watch, you see, you play a game. It's another thing when you read it. If you're reading the game after the fact and you're trying to deduce all these points, like you wasn't in it. You're trying to tell me, oh, I looked at this box score. Y'all sucked without Westbrook. Nah. Well, Westbrook said it now. We was on the court battle and we lost. That's two different things. Yeah. Well, that's what they try to do. The media tries to paint a picture with their words, and the picture is exactly what they want it to be. They want to paint him as the villain, the hero, the hometown guy, the guy that's stuck by a squad, or the guy that's like, get me out of here. They suck. This and that and the third, which is not the case, yeah. but you know. So that's why he was like, you ain't going to split us up. Like, you ain't going to pull that. So he over here going home like, was he right? Is that really how you feel? Like? I, so I was cool with that. I was cool. He squashed that. Forget however that reporter feel. You sensitive because you heard it in his voice. I like the way Adams ain't even answer. He was like, nah, yeah, but he didn't know, answer, but he didn't though. answer. He looked at him like, bro, you heard my mans, right? right. Like, exactly. That's why. That's no why hats in the club, B. On your team. That's exactly what you want. Each of them on your team. No hats in the club. That's what he said. No, bro, nah, but no, no hats in the club. Cut, get out. Westbrook could have said... Anything right there, Adams rolling. Of course, because everybody on the squad. Listen, there's certain players in the league that you could hear things about them that make you respect them. I mean, you could hear he's a great player, he's a hustle guy, or I would go to war for him. I would fight, claw, bleed. You know what I mean? Like Westbrook is one of those guys that he would put leave it all out on the floor, right. and you don't gotta ask. You see it. You right. feel me? You see it. You got Blake Griffin over here, man. Jazz Clippers. It's two two right now. First of all. Let me apologize to Joe Johnson. I saw Joe. I didn't think you had it in the tank to do it more than two games, but you did it. I'll tell you right now, ain't nobody saw that. I ain't sweat. I saw Joe was out there killing him. <laughs> I thought he met his quota. Game one. <laughs> right. I, th- I thought that was it. All right, I have my one hot performance. I'm good. I'm laying right. down now. That's right. I'm going to sit on my 100 mil I got from the Hawks. That's right. Yeah, even people forget he had one of the big contracts in the league. But you're right. Blake Griffin, once again, is out for the, for the rest of the postseason with the broken toe, whatever, whatever. But it's like, man, now this is a series, but I kind of feel like the Jazz about to take it. I'm going to be honest with you. Even if the Clippers take it, it don't even matter. Whoever wins this series not going to get past the next round regardless. They're going to lose, right? They gonna, not, not only are they going to lose, they're going to get washed. They're going to get washed up. <laughs> I really have no faith in either one of these squads. I mean, let's keep it funky. Like, beyond Blake Griffin... My frustrations go to CP3 because we're not going to sit up here and give him a pass every single year. Yes, injuries and everything. How many players have we seen? If we're going to talk about Westbrook leading a franchise and having nothing, how are we going to be like, yeah, but CP got Blake Griffin hurt? Nah, he still got Crawford. He still got a few other people that could do something. Listen, you give, if you switch CP3 and you switch Westbrook, Westbrook would go a lot farther than he is right now, and we wouldn't be saying, oh, but Blake hurt. Nah, we would say. Because CP too, not that he too small for the game. He too small for the team he on to do the difference. You know what their problem is? That three, that wing spot, 
I mean, yeah, you got J.J. Reddick over there, but you ain't got nobody else. Jamal Crawford, 40 years old. He don't look it, but he's 40 years old. He can't guard nobody no more. J.J. Reddick ain't hitting no shots. When he hit shots, he cold. He ain't hitting no shots. Right. J.J. Reddick ain't hitting no shots. Jamal Crawford, even if he hitting shots, he can't guard nobody. Paul Pierce can't move. That's not his fault. His knee's gone, man. Everybody need guard. Everybody, that team is older than it look. That's the problem. Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, the mask, the real problem with that team. They old. They are old team. All the young dudes came to get on the court. Because who was your young dudes? You had um my man from North Carolina a little while ago. What was his name? Bullet. You had Bullet. That was your one young dude at the wing. Who are your wings now? Jamal Crawford, J.J. Reddick, Paul Pierce. Jamal Crawford, come on the court looking ashy. God damn, game ain't even start yet. He looking great. He looking old. Handles are still crispy. But he can't guard he, nobody. He don't got that separation, though. His handles is crazy. He still elevate about he, the same. I mean, he like Kobe. He's a tough shot maker. He's a professional scorer. But he can't do nothing else for you no more. And that's that's the problem. Like, CP is only six foot tall. He can't go out there and guard Joe Johnson. Yeah. He can't. Same Joe problem Johnson, with Isaiah Thomas. That's, and that's Isaiah Thomas' problem. I mean, you can't shoot against the Bulls right now. But that that's the one thing. He need, he need his squad. But that's, they both generals. Him and CP is both generals. CP one of the best points to ever play. Oh, they get plenty of respect. I'm just not going to. Listen, you could be you could be an all-time great, and I still won't give you any leeway if you don't deserve it. We're yeah. not going to sit up here and give him any more credit than he need. Melo looking better and better over there. He should have won, right? Melo looking better and better in L.A. Hindsight is twenty twenty, man. I tell you, that's the only Knicks reference for the whole episode. Yeah, it's quiet for y'all. <laughs> but Jazz, I think I think Jazz is taking this right now. I I mean, you're right. Even who no matter who win, is curtains. But I think the Jazz gonna be the be the first loser. If you if you put a gun in my head and made me choose, I'm gonna take the Jazz. But at the end of the day, I still feel like who cares? Who cares? Like yeah, like people remember who came at first. People might remember who lost, so you might remember who's in second. Like, you're not going to remember who's sixth, fifth. Who cares? They suck. Like, I don't care about neither squad, man. They playing, like, 40-year-old bums. Like So disrespectful. But with that said, we're going to leave it there. We're going to take you to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to finish up these playoffs. We're going to get into a little bit of NFL draft. Oh, boy. That's my that's bread and butter right there. And we're going to touch on a little, bit of, a little bit of these news stories out here. Keep y'all informed. Right. It's 50, man. It's easy when you fuck with me, man. You don't believe me? You ask banks, you ask that, yeah, yo. The first thing they gonna say is, I got money, lots of jewels, and fancy cars. Don't blame me, cause I'm a paper chaser. Paid my dues, and now I cruise with movie stars. Why must I be like that? Why must I chase a stack? I got to get more money. I think big, I think bread. Matter of fact, I think big bread, kid. I'm on that G550, the jet blue shit. I get first class ass, what you know about this? Back shots and back of me, backs to seat back, kid. I got deep in that kitty cat, I did, I did. With the line of Richie playing, it's easy like Sunday morning. You should hear the type of G and bit when I'm on it. I'm like, more money. Got to give it to me, baby, I need more money Got to give it to me, girl, girl I got money, lots of jewels and fancy cars Subject, check out my shoe game. There's four G's on them. I cross C's on them. Damn. I'm allergic to snitches. I might sneeze on them. Put cheese on them. Make game bite squeeze on them. Put white sheets on them. Dirt and leaves on them. Concrete on them. You can't creep on them. I got money, lots of jewels and fancy cars.
Alright, we back. We about to finish up these playoffs right here. Just in case you forgot, it's one talk. Shameless plugs right here. We in the building with Ace Ross team. Let's get Waterboy on the set too. But before we get into the Rats Buck, we got that Golden State Portland tilt out there. You know what we got to say about that? That's what we got to say about that. Not a goddamn thing. That series is over before it started. Arms of the Raptors and Bucks. You know. That's a good series. Oh, man. That's a good series. That might be the, the, the best series of the playoffs so far, like in the first round. Now, you heard about the game three? Yeah. You see what they did in the intro? I heard about it. People have been buzzing about it on social media. They've been talking back and That's forth and everything. It's very disrespectful, but it worked, right? <laughs> it got it got a rise out of them. You know what I'm saying? Is it going to be a positive or a negative, though? You know what? It might have been a positive game three, but the way y'all got smacked game four, you might have pissed them off. Oh, you man. You might have pissed them off a little. In case y'all don't know what we're talking about, let me inform the viewers or the listeners right here. So prior to game three, starting warm-ups, you know, lineups was coming out. We had been walking for game three of the series. You know, you got your Toronto Raptors, that whole nine going on, and then what you hear? You usually hear a song, but the song they played was the Barney song. Talking, I love you, you love me. So disrespectful. Yada, 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 on and on. Disrespectful. I loved it, though. It fits, though. It fits, though. That might have been the best move in the playoffs at that point. It fits, though, because Kyle Lowry's playing like a boy, like a little boy. I'm telling you right now, he's a child. Kyle Lowry allergic to shooting in the playoffs. I don't know what it is. And Kyle Lowry just scared of the moment. He wanted them. You, you ever heard like, oh, he, you know, he lives for the for, for, for the prime light, for the for the limelight and all that. He just not one of them, man. He just looks shook. He looks scared every time he misses a shot. It's like he's pressing. It's like he's waiting to make that one shot to get back in that groove. And it's just like we don't got time for you to be doing all that when you're supposed to be leading this squad. Like, how is this man? a perennial all-star every year and he gets into the playoffs and it's like he he hasn't played basketball a day in his life. Like, he coming off screens late. He's getting his pockets picked every corner. He can't buy a shot. You know what it is? Show you how much softer the regular season is than the playoffs. The playoffs, everybody playing. Like, I ain't got nothing to wait for. People looking back like, all right, I got, I got 80 games to get in. I got 60 more games to get in gear. Playoffs like, nah, we about to go home. And they ain't playing with you no more. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a lot different when you playing, uh, you know, New York Monday, then you playing Montreal Thursday, right. then you playing, you know, uh, uh, New Orleans on Sunday or whatnot. When you I playing the same Sunday squad, night, yes. I ain't wake up right. You know, it's different. You might catch people on different nights, but playoffs, I see you every other day. Exactly. So you ain't fooling me no more. But I think the Bucks is about to come out. I mean, they lost that game four because they might have pissed them off with that Barney song. But I think the Bucks about to tear the heart out. They play tonight. Wizards and Hawks playing tonight, too. Listen, Giannis is, I mean, I'll tell you, before this season, we knew who he was. We knew what time it was. He's LeBron with longer arms. That boy is crazy. This playoff series, if they pull through, might be his coming out party. We might him. We might see him on I a different level. I think he is. Even to win, lose. I win or lose. I need, no, I need him to win, though, because this I series has been a good one. It's been a good one. It's been a good one. Yeah, I, I want to see the upset. But you know what I'm mad about? What if they had Jabari Parker? It would be curtains right now. I feel like it would have been curtains. Yeah, too much. I mean, too That's much. Too much score. on the offensive end. Yeah, too much. Too much. Right there. You too much. Hurt. Too much. Jabari Parker got his legs back too. He was yamming. I'll tell you what. Once he came back from that injury, you gave him some time. He's moving. He's he back out right. there moving. Yeah. yeah, he's back out like 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 Paul George. Yeah, out there moving. That's one thing. Paul George got moving. Like you, you don't remember what happened two years ago the way he was. Yeah, man, that's good. That's good. That's good. Paul George, you might have to get out of Indiana, bro. I might see another uniform. Paul George about to be in that gold and purple. I mean, if you don't I'll, know it, I wouldn't be mad about that. I'll tell you right now. I'm, Paul George, Lonzo Ball out there. I can almost guarantee it, Lonzo Ball. Oh Ooh. man, they, somebody need to keep his daddy out of L.A. Ooh. or something like that. Too many cameras. His daddy. Ooh. His daddy gonna be over there. <laughs> we about to get into that a little later, but let's finish off the West. Let's finish off the West real quick. We got that Spurs Grizzlies. I feel like we see that every year. Shout out to Joey. Joey, me and Joey was talking about this a while back. Blunt Talk episode eleven. You know, I listen every week as y'all should. He said a while. <laughs> he said last week. <laughs> <laughs> listen, man, I happen to be a connoisseur of a certain ingredient that doesn't do well for my memory but you know yeah, the other, other day other, other day that other, you know that other day <laughs> other don't day. even matter so I listen every week and Joey couldn't have hit the nail on the head more precisely than when he said I feel like we see this matchup every year we well do. god damn I feel like I see Zebo every single year getting washed up by the Spurs Zebo need to I, I like Zebo 
I, he's I, probably I one of my favorite on, players. Right on, right, right on, money. You know what they need to bring him to? They need to bring him to the Bucks. Nah, Zebo is Memphis now. I feel you. I feel what you're saying because he will fit. But Zebo Memphis. Like, you saying like he's he's Memphis like Curtis Martin yeah, was like, the Jets. Yeah, you can't trade none of them. Him, Marcus, or Mike Conley. That's them. Like y'all could never go no. If I see y'all ever ring chasing out of this on you like my own kid, that ain't even here yet. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna let you get that. I just feel like he need to win something real before he, you know, I feel hang it up. And I, I just don't like see Memphis. Yeah, I don't see I Memphis like getting it done, man. But this, this, yo, this series tied up 2-2. Last game, I mean, Kawhi tried to bury them. 16 straight, 24 in overtime fourth quarter was crazy. Like, he was pulling up. Just Somebody understands. Let's talk about his mama. Because he went off like he never. He's usually just chilling, cool. He's like, nah, let me get the ball. Half court, calling for the ball. I'm like, all right. That's the first time I seen him, like, sneer. Like, look at somebody. Yeah, I did that to you. Yeah, man. Like, I never, you never see nothing out of his face. But it is crazy because Marcus, first, Memphis used to not be able to score. He used to not be able to score. Not a near, not a They hanging with him. Somebody dropped 16 straight and you right with him. I was amazed at that point. If I told you $100 right now, Spurs Memphis, who you going to take quick? You know who your money's on. Why you acting? <laughs> Why you acting like this? Why you acting like this is really something? Why you calling me out there like that? I was like, damn, I know I'm taking the Spurs. Cause it sound good to cause it sound good to say until it's time, and then you like, oh no. Nah. You know it was you said where's your money at? If you were just like pick somebody, I would be like, all right, I'll pick somebody. Yeah, but my car will run on hopes and dreams. It runs on gas. Like the world runs a certain way. You can't say, oh, I think they could get it done. But how do you feel if there's some money on it? Nah, that's how you really feel about it. You just, you optimist. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm a realist. I need, I need y'all to win. Y'all not going to get it done, bro. That's it. You're right. You're right. I mean, they not, but it'll be nice to see. But I like the game winner. It's a good series, so. Oh, man. I don't want to say about that. I don't want to pull a 23. Ooh. I'll report on the UConn women's basketball team. If they lose. <laughs> if hey, they lose. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. That was, that was reverse psychology right there. Nah, y'all need to keep that sound bite for every single blunt <laughs> talk. That, that was classic right there. It's funny, too, because Joey turned around and Joey was like. Oh, you might have did it. You might have did it to them right <laughs> there. You um, It's on, bro. Oh, like he man. said, once it's on wax, That's there's nothing rap. you can do about it, bro. That's a wrap. Sign sealed delivered. That's a wrap. The doctor strikes again. Straight you know, up. hey. You're right, though. I'm taking the Spurs with my money on it, but my heart will be with Memphis. I can't lie. My heart will be with Memphis as well. I'm tired of seeing... I mean, I really want to see the Spurs and Golden State get it on. So, beyond that, if we talking about what my heart tells me, I really want to see Zebo do something with it. I really want to see Memphis, you know, get to the finals. And then have LeBron scrape them. But you know, they can Yeah, you know, but let him go a little bit farther. Uh, let him hang the, let him hang a banner in yeah, Memphis. Yeah, always out in the first. That's what it is. I seen y'all. We do see this matchup every year, and y'all always out in the first round because Spurs is always. It nice. sucks, man. It's like one one time crack their head. Yeah, bro. I'm glad it's a series though. Usually like four one, four two, maybe now it's about to go seven games. Yeah. You about to have a slugfest. I'm good with that. It's good TV. That is good TV. You know what I'm saying? It's but good TV. It's good drama. I'll tell you that much because these games they've been they've been good quality games. Yeah, across the board. Across the board. I think that's it for the playoffs, though. I think we covered everything. I mean, we now Warriors, Warriors Blazers. Warriors. Yeah, we already covered that. We said a whole lot of them. Yeah, that's it. That's all that's we had to say. That's all yes, you, yes, know, yes. you know what time it is. On to the next one. NFL Draft coming right back at you. Dreams of you Dreams of you Are so fine So fine oh, Baby Since I woke up so is my state of mind Woo-hoo. Since we've been apart, baby God has healed my heart Used to go around looking for love Now love is looking for me And sweet music keeps me
up to this moment like like the like the dark night rises like this is it right here you know <laughs> but you know what time it is one of the best times of year nfl draft we got a lot of stuff going on in the draft first of all real quick off the top the real purpose did that test did that dilute even matter i'm gonna be honest with you i feel like it won't hurt him that much because let's talk about what we know nfl executives don't give a damn if you really smoke a little weed just don't get caught He's talking about that he was sick, that they were pumping him full of fluids. Who really knows? He's never had a problem with off-field issues that mattered. So it doesn't matter. You know what will hinder him? The fact that he has no solid position and the fact that he's a little slow to be a safety. I mean, he's instinctual, and that's great. That's great. You want a guy that's in the box making plays, but you're going to tell me he had one pick? You don't remember Micah Hyde? Of course I remember Micah Hyde. You don't, you don't remember? I mean, Eric Weddle's not that slow, but they've been slow safety. Uh-uh. A head of bow? A head of bow? Not a head of bow looked like a linebacker back there playing. I understand, but they don't actually line up in the box at linebacker. Put it this way, I digress. To play safety, you need instincts. Sewer Cravens, HCCR. Shout out to the Redskins, do the right thing. Don't play me. You don't. <laughs> Sewer Cravens is not exactly the fastest guy, but he's instinctual. He got the pick against the Giants. You know what time it is that first win um, of the season. Um, shots. It's just because it's. I'm here. Um, he's not that fast, but he'd be making plays, right? You have Jabril Peppers. He's a commodity. Why? Because he plays so many different positions. He's talking about he can line up back corner. Nope, too slow for that. He's not going to be returning no kicks, no punts. He's not going to be doing none of that. At the speed that he's running, they will have five or six players on the team faster than him. Every single team will. So the fact that he worked out as a linebacker and as a safety, that could help him. But to be honest with you, that's just going to be just sub packages, this, that, and the third. Is he really going to play linebacker in the NFL? No, he's going to be a Deion Buchanan. He's going to be a Sewell Cravens. He's going to be a Landon Collins in the box safety. They're going to have him bumping on linebackers, bigger receivers, and making tackles behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to be roaming back there like a madman. So it it won't really matter. So to answer your question, long story short, I really don't think that it will. I really feel like he's going to fall regardless. I feel like he's going to be picked in uh, mid to late 20s. Possibly fall to the Patriots, which is ridiculously scary. Maybe early uh, that was, second that was round. That's the most terrifying thing in the world. I want you to know that. With, they, with the way they upgraded their secondary, and they're adding that, nah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, but they always find a cheat code to the NFL, man. You know what I'm saying? But Evil Empire. Back, back to Peppers real quick before we get on to the rest. I mean, I feel what you're saying, loud and clear. But when I see Peppers, I say I move, I think of a few people. I think of Shaq Thompson. On Carolina, I think a 45 for the Falcons. Can't remember his name right now. And They're both linebackers, bro. They both little linebackers. I understand, but you're talking about 235 compared to 212, 213. Shaq Thompson's like 235. That dude on the Falcons. No, he's like no, he's like 235 as well. 220. Robinson or whatever his name is. Yeah, something you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That but that's like um, but look, Dan Quinn, like he, he said that. He said he'd rather trade speed. Besides, like, I mean, if you look at the edge rush, you look at everybody, everybody's trying to get faster in the NFL on both sides of the ball. So it's naturally that you're going to see smaller and smaller linebackers getting there. 
So you got a guy like Jabril Peppers that already, yeah, I ain't going to be in that box every day because that's a waste of talent. You're going to just knock him out in four years, really. So that's really when I'm put him down there. But you got somebody that know how to fight in that clutter, get through that, go run through that, and then I, I'm going to move you back a little bit and just come flying out of missile every couple times. That's some Troy Palomaro-ish right there. I'm not a Jabril Peppers hater. You asked me a question, and I gave you an answer. You're right. Early second round is not a bad look. Oh, it's not. We, we took Sua early second round, you know? I just don't think that people... Um, a couple months ago, was talking about Jabril's gonna be a top five pick and this and that. In what world, Pop? What is he really? What? Okay, you put him on your team. What exactly is he gonna do to, for you today? I mean, you gotta understand, this dude was a Heisman candidate. Like he I was out there looking, the top, he was looking I, crazy. He was I, looking I give crazy. him top fifteen. Maybe. Yeah, I'll give him top fifteen. Top fifteen. There's a lot of good players out there though. Hundred percent. Dan Quinn, his philosophy was he will sacrifice size for speed. Other than defensive tackle, because they run that 3-4, other than defensive tackle, he will sacrifice size for speed all day and tomorrow. It's a great philosophy, but the game is ever-evolving. Remember back in the day, they used to have those massive receivers. Every team wanted to get a 6-6 Megatron. Remember David Boston? Of course. I remember. Up. Yeah, David Boston was a tight end running receiver. I don't want to hand none of that. That boy, they listed at 215 my ass. He was like 240. Yeah, that boy. That boy, that boy, that boy was out there. Big as hell. No cuts in his arm when he was running he was just solid swole but you know the game is ever evolving right Megatron came out he changed the scene everybody wanted a plaxico burst everybody wanted a big boy then what happened they started changing the point of the game to where you can't even touch the receivers now the highest commodity is the Odell's He's talking about the AB's the smaller guys it's only a matter of time before the game evolves again and we're just going to be having people run it down your throat the point of attack is very important you look at the New England Patriots while the entire league is doing one thing we're doing another a couple of years ago they were running double tight sets like there was no tomorrow yeah. oh what are these guys doing yeah. this that and the third you know what they were doing they were having Aaron Hernandez and Rob Gronkowski wild out on people they were finding the angles while people are playing checkers they playing chess. They still keep two tight ends just in case you do it. That's why they picked up Dwayne Allen this, this offseason. And another cat. Pasco or something for blocking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bear Pasco? Yeah. Um, It really just... It baffles me, man. I hate the Patriots. I don't want to talk about them a second longer than I have to because they be winning. <laughs> they be winning and that should be getting me mad, bro. Like, stop winning, bro. Take a, take a season off. Go chill. But, hey, more and more on the draft, though. Miles Garrett, that's your number one pick? Oh, 100%. I think he's a freak. I would personally, if I was the first overall pick, I'd take Jonathan Allen. I like that lunch pail player. I think Miles Garrett is instinctual. I think he's smart. And I think the number one reason is the fact that you, the measurables, the, I mean, that's, you're talking about a guy with a 37-inch vertical who's 6'5 and runs the 40 like he's a tight end. We're talking about a guy that has the spin move, the bull rush. He can do it all. On top of the fact that he... Played her earlier in the year, showed you his toughness. We're talking about the kind of guy that his coaches were saying at the end of every practice. Hear me, people. Every single practice asked for extra work. He wanted to watch film on his own. He, was, he would take film home on his own. Those are the little things that make a good player great. J.J. Watt documented on Hard Knocks every single day. He's out there getting extra work. People thought it was because of the show. No. Teammates said he's been making people look bad for a long time. <laughs> That's what he does. I really value that. But I think Jonathan Allen's personally better. I like somebody who's gritty, who's scrappy. I don't need somebody who's going to be pretty. I need somebody who's going to, you know, wreak havoc back there. You know what I'm saying? And they're really trying to catch lightning in a bottle. They think he's the next Jadavian Clowney. I understand it. I see it. I respect it. We're going to see what he does with it. Being the first overall pick doesn't mean nothing. I just feel like if I had to put my money on who a GM, a front office GM would take, they're going to take Miles Garrett. I would take Jonathan Allen. It's all right. I'm with you. I'll take Allen because I, I want to take who's successful. Like, I, I feel the whole lightning in the bottle thing. Like, yeah, you got somebody that could be like a world changer. Like, but not to say my man Miles Garrett is not going to be good. Uh, so let me ask you a question. I mean, let's get real comfortable. Who do you think is going to be the first quarterback taken off the board? I mean, a lot of people talking about Mitchell. As a matter of fact, I'm going to call him Mitch because you ain't even earned that respect yet. Mitch Trubisky, people love him. I don't like the, the fact that he started one year. Watson, people love him. He's got a lot of heart. Great leader, obviously. I think he's careless with the football. My personal favorite is probably homeboy out of Texas Tech, uh, Mahomes. I, I really, Patrick really liked Mahomes. him. Yeah, Patrick yeah. Mahomes. He's got a big arm. He's smart. And I like the little bit of Brett Favre he has in him. He's a gunslinger because 
Did you know he threw 84 passes in one game this year? That's, you know, he's one of those guys. He's a gamer. He just wants to. It might not be the prettiest thing, but he's going to get it there. He's one of those guys that wants to win. I like Webb at a Cal as well. I like the sleepers, man. This is a weak year for quarterback. I'm not I'm not just going to go straight to the top because Todd McShay said. I'll tell you what. I go straight to the top. I don't know how Deshaun Watson gets overlooked. You know what? I'm going I'm to I'm I'm run you something. All right? So you got the sports science segment, right? They had Watson, Trubisky, and they had Deshaun Kaiser from Notre Dame. Yep. Throw and release. Watson time similar to Aaron Rodgers. Like, same time. Right? On top of that, you see the, the, the QB camp. I'm not going to get into what you've seen him do in the season because everybody's seen what happened in the seasons. Two seasons. Ending both against the best team in the nation. Both times lighting them up. Second time taking the game from him. But let's not even get into that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mike Williams definitely had more to do with it. Mike Williams went up top. He was going up. He was mossing people like he was on the payroll. He was. But two seasons of doing the same thing. He literally had the same numbers, 400 against Alabama. They on conference don't do that to him. They see them every damn year. That's a fact. That's very true. I really feel like I don't know why people hate on Deshaun Watson. I think he's a good quarterback. Is he my favorite? No, that don't mean that I wouldn't. I would have him on my team. I like Patrick Mahomes better. I like Deshaun Watson. Let's forget the winning. Let's forget the the resume. Let's talk about the young man. This guy is a leader. When you see him, you see people gravitate to him. He's one of those guys that he doesn't have to say. He's like a Jameis Winston. Like, people want to follow him. So if he's one of those guys that works hard, wants to win, he's going to have, he's like, he's going to be like Jesus. People are just going to follow him. Like, <laughs> like, you need a quarterback that can walk into a room and get everybody's attention without right. saying a word. You need a leader. The intangibles. You need a leader. Like, at the end of the day, your quarterback has to be a leader. Nothing else. If, if he ain't a leader, and nothing else works. Of course. I see the Joe Flacco all the time. He don't say nothing. And you see what happens? Team fall flat on his face. You ain't got nobody throw no fire in you. You need a leader. That's one. But two, how you forget about the winning and the experience? I mean, I know you're not, but I mean, in general, I feel like everybody forgetting about the winning. That's the same thing people do with this election. Like, all of a sudden, experience don't matter. Damn that. This man got a chip, almost had a second one, and he literally built the program. It's not even like he was a quarterback that was, all right, you put in the winning. No. Clemson was not that team hold on, until hold on. he went there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're absolutely correct about that, but we're not going to sit up here like Clemson wasn't a really good school. Like, their defense was top five in the country. Oh, I'm not saying it wasn't a good school. Like They wasn't these schools. They wasn't up there with these schools. Let's keep it 100. They're about to have six players drafted. Two are going to be possibly in the first round. Both played on offense. And that linebacker might go in. He might slide into the first round. Bullware, whatever his name well, is. What does that show you? Bullware is, is going. Nah, early second. Early second. He's not sliding to the first round. Too many people. Too, Too many, many people. people. Yeah, but I mean, Too many people. needs. Needs. He's not a bad player. As of right now, the only inside linebacker I see projected in the top 15 is Reuben Foster. And I really hope he slides. If somebody takes him early, y'all going to let the Patriots get somebody really good. That's probably what's going to happen. But that just shows you how important winning is. Because, look, Miami fan, when you was winning, how, how many people did you pump out in the first round? Um, I believe it was 48 in five years. That's retarded. Alabama. We had uh, 13 straight years of somebody get taken in the first round. Until, like, what, five years ago or something like that? Yeah, in 2012. Alabama pumps out five to eight every year. Alabama's a new Miami, man. Winning. Winning does that, and consistency does that, because a winning program is naturally going to create winning players. So, naturally, Clemson's going to benefit, but I bet you, on that pro day, this is the reason why Jameis Winston goes out on his pro day, Deshaun Watson goes to pro day, you got dudes lining up to catch the ball for him as workout. Why? Because you got all of us paid. That's right. Let me ask you a question. Do you ever put any stock in uh, what they say about the type of offense? I personally do, because I feel like it tells you what they're going to need to understand coming into the NFL. I mean, you can't teach somebody the basics of driving, and then 10 minutes later, you have them in a race car ready to race against the best. Like, it doesn't work that way. We're talking about a guy, if you go to Alabama, if you go to Florida State, they got pro-style offenses that prepare you for the NFL. Taking a snap under center, reading the defense, understanding pre- and post-snap, understanding what you need to do in the film room. When you're in the shotgun, not only do you not need to read the defense the same, but you're looking to the sideline for flashcards. The coaches are doing the work for you. That's one. Two. 
you're going to be five yards behind the line of scrimmage and he's an athletic quarterback. He runs to throw. So that's a positive for him. But that's something that he's going to have to develop. Can he do it? I really hope so, because I'm a fan. But I understand why people are afraid of quarterbacks that don't take snaps under center. Deshaun Kaiser is another guy. Deshaun Kaiser the other day said he hasn't taken a snap under center since sixth grade. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Now, I, I totally get that. Like, you got to put stock in it because it's, it's relevant. Like, that's why a Mitch Trubisky rises like that. But at the same time, especially not just because of Dak, but partially because of Dak, but just because, like you said, the game changing. Like, the game is speeding up. So offenses are speeding up. And I would look, you know what people have to look for more than the offense style? Look for what they did in the offense. If you had to actually remember calls, change calls, and tell your team what's going on, you have those skills. It's not going to be a far departure. Like, one thing, taking the snap from under center, yeah, that's something you got to get used to. But I, I could do that in training camp. Of course. You got to get used to calling it, owning those calls, looking at the defense and reading it. If I had to be in the shotgun and still had to go process, if they had me with the, with the training wheels on it, yeah, I ain't going to be the dude. But if I had to go process and make my own calls and I'm right with the coaches, like, nah, I see this coach and I'm, I'm putting an input, which I believe Watson was doing, Especially at the end, that last that last drive, that's what that was. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Because you know what? That's the key. It don't matter how you did it. It matters the fact that you can do that. You can own the calls. You can play. And you ain't going, you don't lose composure having to make a decision. That's really what it's about. Last thing on uh, Deshaun Watson. I mean, they won. I'm real happy they uh, unseated the evil empire fucking Nick Saban and his whole little cronies over there, but we both know that was a pick play, right? They should have called the flag. Yeah, no, that, that was illegal as hell. That was but, illegal as hell, but they got it, though. But they, that's what it is. Look, 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 look I would have took the flag. Let me run it again. I don't and I would have ran the same right. motherfucking play. I, I don't blame Dabo for doing that. I'm going to run it again. Dabo Sweeney's a player's coach. He said that Deshaun called that last play. I bet he did, because Deshaun was, look, you know, you know, and I'll tell you this. I watched that Gruden Camp special with him on there, right? Okay. Two things I picked up out of that. One, like you said, the offense matter because you got to do some homework in the pro style. And reading defense, you definitely got to do that. But the one thing you saw, even in that little snippet, is when he got on the field versus in the booth or the classroom, two different people. On the field, my blood's pumping. I ain't worried about nothing. This is a game. He was having a good do. time, bro. Right. I'm just going to do what I got to do. And he, gonna, he got more comfortable as he went along, all that. And the clap. It wasn't even like he was bad. It was just that it was a different person. He didn't have that confidence. But that leader that you see Dabo talk about, you seen that walk out on the field. So you got to get on the field. I'll tell you what. That's I, what you want. I see the Browns taking Miles Garrett first, and I see the Browns taking Mitch Trubisky 12th. That's good because you're going to bust both of them out. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky is going to get assaulted if he come in the north. I'm going to tell you right now, Mitch Trubisky... I have Don't nothing to the say. Browns, bro. I got nothing to say about a guy that's only started one year. I mean, Ryan Tannehill. I got nothing to say. Is Ryan Tannehill? How Ryan Tannehill work out? I mean, Ryan. At least Ryan Tannehill was athletic. Ryan Tannehill started as a receiver and went to quarterback. At least he could run. Mitch Trubisky's gonna get killed out there. Now, Mr. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky could move a little bit, but I'll tell you this about Ryan Tannehill. Come on, man. Have I, you seen the game this year? I don't care what they do when he they can move li- a little bit. Listen, bro. You probably watched the NFL Combine. Now, you seen him put his thumb down. Roll out. He he looked a little comfortable out there. He didn't look like he was. I've seen him get molly. Oh no, I seen him get popped too. Miami put the work on I that kid, pop, bro. But he ain't that slow. He ain't like, he ain't Tom Brady slow. Like, <laughs> Nobody's Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom slow. Brady looked like he moving in slow motion when he run out there. Tom Brady looked like he don't care when he running. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Something I wanted to say real quick on the local scene, you know, all my peoples are the Giants fans. I know y'all hurting over there for a left tackle. I got some, I got some semi good news for y'all. I really only think. One left tackle is going before the Giants pick at 22-23, I believe. I really feel like you guys are going to end up getting Cam Robinson out of Alabama or Remchek. And I think Remchek is a more NFL-ready left tackle right now. I do feel like in a year or two, Cam Robinson is going to be a bad boy. I really feel like they're going to move Rec Flowers over to the right side of that line, and they're going to be... Not necessarily ready to go, but, bro, compared to last year, it's going to be a different team. It's going to be a different team up front. I hear you on that, but Cam Roberts, what did the Giants pick? Like 20? 22nd. I've, I don't know why I knew it was 22. I don't know if we talked about this before, but I felt 22. Yeah. Cam Robinson going to be at 22? 
I mean, other than the Colts, who else is gonna who else is gonna take a tackle? It's Cam Robinson. Somebody's gonna take him. The Ravens might take Cam Robinson because we always got line trouble. I'll tell you right now, that's just my opinion. I guess we'll find out in a couple of days if Mel Kuyper and, and Todd McShay can tell you what they think. Shoot, you ain't paying me to be here, nigga. I'm going to tell you that. I feel you. Um, the Jets, I really feel like the Jets is just going to end up taking that cornerback from Ohio State, Lattimore. I really feel like... They need one. They let Revis go. Yeah, I really think that they just need... And I mean, even if they kept Revis, they need help in the defensive secondary regardless. Revis would have moved to safety if he would have stayed on the team. You know, you know why? Because D. Milliner never panned out. D. Milliner was probably the worst fifth or sixth overall pick He was pick Taylor Mays, ever. physical freak that can't turn. He, oh, my can't God. Can't turn. Taylor Mays is another guy. LaRon Landry, another guy that just hit people after the— <laughs> Listen, let me, I'm <laughs> a Redskins fan. you like LaRon Landry for it? Because he's a safety. He's all right. No, nah, let me tell you right now, bro. I've been a Redskins fan for a very long time. I got a lot of things to say about LaRon Landry, and very few of them are good. You're not going to pop somebody 30 yards downfield and act like, oh, yeah, I did my job. Like, nah, he just bodied you. Like, just because you cleaned it up real nice, that doesn't have anything to do with nothing, really. Um, I'm really excited for this draft, though. This draft is so defensive heavy. So defensively heavy. I mean, we're, I'm talking about we're probably between outside linebackers, defensive ends, and defensive tackles. They're probably going to take 10 of the first 15 picks. I mean, that's the nature of the beast. I mean, look at defense in the NFL now. Def- defense make a difference. Like, defense, if you got a defense out there with some of these offensive players, you will you will hold them down. Like, look at the Patriots. Patriots quietly assembled a really good defense. And then they just got better. They got Stephon Gilmore, all these people coming in. Like, their defense is going to be retarded next They're talking year. about acquiring Richard Sherman, which is ridiculous. I heard, I heard that. Man, listen. Listen, I quit if that, listen, if that comes into it. That is all the NFL news I can talk about. I just heard outlandish things. Richard Sherman, stop. AP supposed to be going. AP might be going to the Saints for champ change, apparently. Yeah, he visited with them last week, left without a deal getting done. I never thought he would end up going to the Saints because the Saints aren't what we would call a contender, but, I mean, hey. Actually, I was, I was talking to Joe about that earlier. I literally said they still don't have no defense, but they might drop 40 a game like that. I mean, they dropped 40 a game last right year. Now. <laughs> they, pl- they played us two years ago, and we beat them 49-37 or oh, something like that. That was, was great. Like, that was great to watch. That was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, that's no, been, defense. no defense. They, the first game of the season, they lost to the Raiders, and it was like 37-34. to 34. Like, I swear, yeah, all they do is give up 30 points. Shout out to the Raiders for not moving to Las Vegas. Oh, that did happen. Sorry about that. But Marshawn, that's big talk. That's big talk right if there. If Rick Sean goes to the Raiders, I see a chip in their future. If, uh, yeah, I'll tell you right now, I second that. Not only do I second that, we play the Raiders this year. Y'all know what time it is. I'm going to scrape y'all. <laughs> Other than that, I wish y'all nothing but the best. You already know. So it's Blunt Talk, you know, episode 12 once again, wrapping it up here. A little bit of news for y'all. Raptors pulled it out over the Bucks, 113.98. I think that Barney song did him no good. That's what you're going to find out right now. I mean, I'll tell you right now, he who laughs last, laughs the loudest. loudest. Right. Bucks handling business. What else we got for him? We got... Rangers handled business over the last week and the weekend. Zuccarello with a big overtime goal. Was that Friday or something like that? Yes, so it had to be Thursday or something like that. Pretty sure it was Friday. I think it was Thursday. I remember I was walking, walking um, to, the, to the station when I seen the overtime going down. It'll be hot, man. I feel you. That's why we just guys. But Zuccarello finished that off of overtime. They finished off 3-1 Saturday. They play Ottawa next, right? Yeah. Ottawa on Thursday, I believe. They don't want that sword. I'm going to tell you right now. This Rangers squad, I mean, last year they bowed out real quick, right? I hate the Rangers. Let, let me let me let y'all know right now. I hate the Rangers. I'm a Devils fan. I hate the Rangers, man. I hate the Rangers. Like, I hate the Rangers. The Rangers in 2014 and 2015, they were real. They, they were actually 
they were on they were on the doorstep of greatness. Yeah, they played the Kings. Exactly, they were on the doorstep of greatness. Oh, that was rough. Last year, you know, they took a step backwards. They got bounced in the first round, but ain't no shame when you get bounced by the Bruins and Sid the Kid. You know what I mean? I mean, he is the closest thing to Wayne Gretzky since Wayne Gretzky. Let's Connor be honest. Connor McDavid is a problem out there, though. Connor McDavid, that young boy. If he, if he keep if he keeps moving how he's moving, he's gonna end up with like five Stanley Cups. He's going to have, like, ten scoring titles. I mean, you know what I mean? He's just making a mockery he, of the game. He, 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 he make plays all over. Look crazy. He's like Mike Trout of hockey. But Ottawa don't want that so Let's keep it going, Rangers. We got the Yankees coming up. Baby Byron's about to take their trip up to Fenway. We're about to see what this team about. Oh, you know, it's big time. When you play the Red Sox, all that emotion, that, that's going to tell you who we are right now. That's going to tell you who we are right now. Right. We went 3-3 three and three last week, but we had, some, we had some good show ones out there. I'll tell you what. Good for Ivan Nova, right? <laughs> because we we dropped him like a bad habit, and that's bad. and that's cool. That's I mean, that's all right. You know, he beat us two one or whatever. We was scrapping, we was fighting. Ain't nothing to do with it. The Mets got swept by the Nationals over the weekend. That was real, real ugly. But uh, if you're a Mets fan, shout out to Mike Felice. You already know. Hold your head. You cannot stop a power arm team. Not if you take care of your bullpen, they will be there down the stretch. And that power arm team, when that offense, Jose Reyes ain't gonna be hitting 100 the whole season. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Like, let's be honest. He's gonna get it together. He's so gonna get it together get eventually. Together. We're we're 20 games in. I'm telling yeah. you right now. I like the I Mets' guess. chances. You play the Braves this week. Take care of the Braves. Take two out of three. You go down there. Take care of the Nationals. You're five and a half games back. By Monday, you could be a game and a half back. And it all depends on the way things work. Besides, we still in April anyway. Don't even matter. So it yep. don't even matter. But we're going to end it on this note. LeVar Ball, one of my favorite people in the world right now. I love this guy. Entertaining. Apparently, he's the worst thing to happen to college basketball in the last 100 years, according to some like ex- exec who shall not be named right now. I don't have a name on hand right now. Even if I had his name, I wouldn't give him the time of day. You know. But. Tell him what you told me earlier, man. Right, so this is what we're going to get into. So, worst thing to happen in college basketball in 100 years, and the funny part is, I ain't tell you this part, LeVar Ball responded to a little video message. You know what he did? Grilling up food. That shit was hilarious. That's because that's what he do. He's a, he's a, I'll tell you what. He's somebody daddy, that's about it. And it pisses people off. He's somebody daddy. Let's say where you're going to be with your kids when they at the game, when they playing for this team, that team, you're going to be talking all... Oh shit! You ain't got cameras in your face until they act good. That's really what it is. That's why I don't, I don't take no offense to him. But with the whole Nike situation, it's funny you said that because I know why he said he the worst thing to happen in college basketball. It ain't because nothing he said in particular. It's the fact because he found a loophole. The volleyball found a way for these college athletes to promote themselves while still in school because his son not promoting nothing. His son destroyed there. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't care. It's all LeVar. It's all the daddy. Daddy selling $100 t-shirts. Trademark the brand. He got the whole company name, logo, all that stuff. Yeah, the big baller brand. All that. Set up. Even if it don't take off. What's the stop? A De'Aaron, the next De'Aaron Fox. The next Malik Monk. Look, Zion Williams. One of his kids is eventually going to sign to an Adidas, to a Nike. Because even though... He's saying, oh, we got our own and we're doing this and we're doing that. They will never have Nike money. They will never have Adidas money to mass produce on a large scale. He already told you. He already told you he don't care. That's why he's driving the price up. That's why he said, I'm coming in at a billion. You got to buy all my boys together. Like what LeBron had. LeBron had a $100 million deal. Andrew Wiggins had like $90 million. He's driving the price up. It brought him a lot of attention. He started it, playing it, real It's going to bring him a lot of money at the end of the day. It's also, like you said, it's going to make it hard for him in the league. But it's nothing that he don't want. Because if you're a baller, you're already ready for everybody's best shot. And if you think you're going to be as good as he is, which I think he's going to be, I could, I could see how his pops molding him into that. I don't care what you say. Iron sharpens iron. If you have right. somebody talking down right. to you, it's going to make All day, you like you, like there's nothing they can do. So it's going to be good when he gets to the league. But, now nah, his daddy made him some money. And no, but it's really about, they don't want nobody like that talking like that. You don't talk that freely on air. Like, you literally having your dude from the barbershop up on National Primetime, ABC, ESPN, Wallet. That's what you see with LeVar Ball. These white people over here having a tea party, and he came through with the honey. That's all the story. You're trying to talk about, oh, the mom's this, this, that, and the third, trying to pull every strand they can, and what the son say all the time. 
Why, why are you asking me that? Or it don't matter. Or I know what time it is. Why? Because they do. They always try to ask a son, does it bother you that this? No, obviously not. I know this dude longer than you. He's been like you this my whole life. And you want somebody to agree with you. That's what it is. You mad that he keep talking as much and you want me to agree with you so you can validate yourself. But it don't happen. So it's all about like, that's, that's why I love it. That's why I love it. That's an that's unapologetic dude that's like, yo, I'm here. What you going to do about it? If it does one thing, it makes for damn good TV. Oh, I'm entertained every time. Every single time. Every time. And that's all it should be. I don't know why y'all hating so much. At least he got a son in the NBA. If it work out, he's a genius. <laughs> right. If it work out, he is a, a genius. genius. And the floodgates is open. But it's your boy, Jordan, a.k.a. The Waterboy. We on Blunt Talk. We are Jordan with my main man, A. Rothstein. Tell them where to find you at, just in case they forgot. AC3 Rothstein, Instagram, Twitter's the same. I'm just here for the good conversation, man. I don't really just do this. Until next time, next week, make it happen. Get paid, just a regular thing to us. Cause if it ain't getting money, it's strange to us. And if you don't wanna smoke, you ain't gotta pay. I'm rolling up by myself, trying to find a way. Floating away. So high last night, I don't even remember going to sleep But I do know these Louis go with my feet And the critics, they feel how my lyrics do go over beats 20k shopping when do go overseas Smoking weed in the most expensive suite Even though we ain't supposed to be living anywhere close to these people How they gon' hate on me, I got more bread than most of these people Don't wish that for my enemies, I pour a toast for them And keep positive energy and hella smoke for them Smoke for them, bumping high grade liquor for my nerds. Never seen a ghost in person, now she riding in one Never seen a ghost in person, cost me five figures That's like 50 G's a person if you riding with us To the sky's limits, roll some then get high with winners My n***a's eating when it's time for dinner It's just a regular thing to us Cause if it ain't getting money, it's strange to us And if you don't wanna smoke, you ain't gotta pay I'm rolling up by myself, trying to find a way Floating away Come out of Pittsburgh, Chevy Woods always by your side. But you're building the team now. Absolutely. Uh, the team just consists of um, what has motivated me um, to get to this point and what I see taking me into the future. Not me personally, but just, um, you know, I feel like my spirit is worldwide and we all share the same spirit. 